Alrighty, welcome to another episode of Blank Perception. I'm once again your host, Encore Garg, and uh, another banger of an episode for you guys today. Um, honestly, I feel like I'm just getting in my groove, you know, with this thing. Uh, I'm excited for you guys to listen. Uh, but first, um, if you were here last episode, um, started a new segment kind of at the beginning. Don't have a name for the segment yet, but um, basically just my opportunity to talk to you guys, you know. Um, look at some comments questions that you guys have dropped from previous videos um so uh make sure you go over to youtube instagram wherever and just leave comments i look through all of them and you know maybe you'll be featured on the next episode uh this week uh shout out to nishu chakrapani who was actually my first ever guest on this podcast um he dropped a question last week uh question is any plans to get a guest from an older generation on the show could be an interesting change of pace. I don't know how, but he read my mind, and this show is exactly that. Um, today I have uh, a movie director who is in his 50s. So, you know, a completely different generation, but an absolutely amazing person, brilliant mind, and just the um, his drive and passion for making movies is... It's just, it was an absolute pleasure talking to him today. Um, so, you know, uh, perfect segue. Thank you, Nishu. Um, so yeah, today's guest, he's a movie director, producer, actor, if writer, if, if, if there's a designation, he has it. He's, um, brilliant. Uh, I've worked with him for, uh, about a year now, I think. So, um, you know, he gave me the amazing opportunity to be in his, uh, new movie, The Alliance 2, The Hunt for Breeze. Um, that's his name right here, Robert L. Butler Jr. Um, so thanks for the merch. Thanks for letting me be in your, uh, movie. Uh, that movie is going to be out, uh, sometime next year, hopefully. Um, but the first one is actually currently on Amazon Prime Video. So if you have Amazon Prime or, uh, 2B TV, uh, you can go watch it there. It's called The Alliance. Um, amazing movie. And, you know, he's an amazing guy. Uh, you know, he first was in the Marines for 20 years. He He's done so much growing up from growing up in D.C., ending up in Seattle. Um, great episode. I really hope you guys enjoy. Again, Nishu, thank you for the questions. Make sure you guys go like, comment, subscribe. Um, you know, I'll feature you in the next episode. Um, Happy Halloween, and I'll see you next time. Uh, I'll have Cobra Beats take it away with the intro. Robert L. Butler Jr., welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man, I'm excited. Uh, we finally get a chance to sit down. You're a busy man. So um, right off the bat, introduce yourself to everyone. Hello, my name is Robert L. Butler Jr. I'm a retired Marine and an actor and filmmaker. Awesome. Um, real quick, award shout out to Merck. Hold on, award-winning actor and filmmaker. I'll okay, say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Um, this is going to be your new movie that's coming out soon, hopefully, in the next like year or so, right? I, I would say um, spring, summertime, you know, maybe, you know, hopefully, okay. yeah. Yeah. Um, so 
first let's talk about that you know um i had the awesome opportunity to be an extra in your movie um which was a dope experience you know i've never done acting or anything like that so thank you for that opportunity Uh, Um, no problem i'm glad you could be a part of it yeah and uh in return i I, i'm having you on the podcast you know Um, cool cool (laughs) so yeah uh i want to start before we get into the movie stuff you know um i want to start at the beginning uh you grew up in dc yeah, Washington DC, yeah. Yeah. So uh talk about that. Um what what was that like? Um so I mean growing up was cool. I mean, like I mean, like I grew up um we moved out of DC when I was like four, moved to the suburbs of Maryland. Mm-hmm. But my neighborhood was cool, all my friends were cool. And what I tell people like from when I grew up back in the seventies, from how it is now, there was no peer pressure. I didn't drink or didn't smoke. So my friends didn't tease me or get on me for not doing that. They knew yeah. I was cool anyway. So I said, yo, I can hang out. Cause I didn't drink beer or alcohol. I didn't smoke weed. So, but I still hung out with them. It was cool. So it was no peer pressure, you know. Mm-hmm. I was more of a leader anyway. So I, I I grew up around alcoholics. And so I knew I didn't want to do that. So it was cool. I mean, it was no, I mean, plus back then you fight somebody, you became best friends. Yeah. Well, nobody bringing guns to school. It was like, you know, it was the whole generation stuff is different now. Back then, you could, you know, you could be cool with somebody, fight, and be best friends the next day. So it was none of that stuff. There was no gangs. It was all cool, you know. So, mm-hmm. and, and I missed that era. You play football in the street, you know, basketball, like, you know, it was cool. So it was more we played outside. It wasn't the games like PlayStation and stuff like that. You played outside. You mm-hmm. weren't in the house. I mean, you couldn't wait to go outside, you know. So, that's the yeah. difference between my generation, how it is now. People in the house playing games on their computers like that. And 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 my thing, my childhood was better than some of theirs, yeah. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You talk about, you know, it's a different generation, real quick. Um I, like so people can understand the generational gap. How uh you just had your birthday, how old are you? Uh we weren't supposed to ask <laughs> no, I, I just I just turned fifty six. That's uh, last uh, October sixth, I turned fifty six. Yeah, uh-huh. so so I grew up in the seventies, you know, eighties. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, it's different. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. Yes, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. Um, so yeah, you said you were in the Marines, right? So uh, mm-hmm. how'd you how'd you make that decision? How'd you come to that decision of joining? Well, uh, I remember I was in, in high school and I graduated. Mm-hmm. And the next morning, I was uh, in the kitchen fixing some breakfast. My father came in. He said, what you going to do? I'm like, I'm fixing breakfast. Would you want something? He said, no, the rest of your life. What are you talking about? I said, you got one year to find out what you want to do. I was like, I just want some eggs, some French toast. So, but he <laughs> gave me that, like, incentive, like, to get the uh-huh. hell out of his house. Yeah. So, like, you know, so I know I didn't want to go to college, mm-hmm. you know, so I worked some odd jobs. And then um, I said, I'm going to go in the Marine Corps. I was going to service. I looked at Air Force, Army, um, National Guard. Then look at that, but now people are like you can't you can't make it in the Marines. So I'm gonna join the Marines. I joined the Marines, and uh, I didn't expect you 20 years, but no, but it it is what it is. So I did that, but I got a lot of experience out of that. You know, a lot of um, stories and a lot of you know, good days and bad days. You know, mm-hmm. but um, it, it was it was experience. You know, yeah. So yeah, that's how I, my dad basically said, "Get the hell out of the house." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I had to find something to do. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, doing 20 years. Um... What was, were you active for the whole 20 years? Yeah, active through the whole time, 20 years, yeah. Wow. Uh, what was that, what was that transition like, going from being in the Marines for 20 years, going into civilian life? Uh, well, I went in 84, and mm-hmm. um, 
I stay around 2000 because the Marine Corps changed every five years. Mm. I didn't expect to do 20, but I did 20. But around 2000, I was kind of ready to get out because yeah. I seen so much stuff. And then after 9 11, I was ready to get out. So I was preparing myself. There's some people like who's in the Marine Corps, they were like all gung ho, stuff like that. They like, you know, they couldn't live without it. I mean, I was ready to get I was tired. I seen a lot of stuff, you know, and I, I was ready to get out. So the, it, the process wasn't, it wasn't hard. Only problem was like when I got out and I go to work other jobs, people were complaining about their job. I'm like, hold on, y'all ain't seen the stuff I done seen. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I did some stuff you wouldn't think we're doing, mm-hmm. you know? So, and I would hear people say, I hate this job. I'm like, look, get another one. Like, because when I was in record, you know, you, you, you're in the service. So yeah. when you told to do something, you got to do it. You can't say no. <laughs> yeah, you know absolutely. what I'm saying? So it's like, I've done stuff where I, 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 it was a lot of order, but I didn't want to do it, but I had to do it. So mm-hmm. just, it's just like the camaraderie, the, um, you know, the dedication, like people's work ethic is different from military to civilian. Like, you know, it's Absolutely, like, yeah. and they complain about stuff. You'd be like, really? Come on, really? Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> so it's that difference in that, in that you know, that friendships and, the, and like that you have, you know, and the trust you have with people then came out here and it's totally different, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's that, you know, the yeah. biggest difference. Absolutely. I mean, I don't, I don't want to, I don't even want to try to compare being an army reservist to being an Who? active duty Army, army reserves you know what that is <laughs> no. it's, 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 it's where we go once no, a month you, and have a barbecue you, you still you still know though like you have stuff you yeah. do with the army you still know like, even the book we said no like the people complain about something like really mm-hmm. are you kidding me like come on <laughs> it's like Man, like people that complain about their jobs in the civilian world and they're like 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 in the civilian world like you don't want to do a job you put in your two weeks you're out Right. That's right. You, you, you in the court, army, you get out. In the army, you, you hate. Like, you yeah. You got to do it. You, you hate your job. It. Well, guess what? You still have six more years to do that job. So you got to right. yeah. learn to find a way to find it. Right. That's the thing. Yeah. So that's why you get. If you hate your job, get another one. It's, yeah. it's different. Like you know, you got you know, you sign that contract. Get do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Yeah. So you got to just find a way to love it. Just... That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. So then, uh, you get out, and then after that, you move. How, how much how much time was it between you getting out of the Marines and moving to Seattle? Okay, well, I retired 2004. 2005, the girl I was seeing was out here. I moved out here to be with her. Broke up mm-hmm. the same day. That's another movie. Wow. But um, 2005, six is when I moved out here. And I first moved here. It rained for 45 straight days. I was like, no way. <laughs> I'm like, what am I doing? What am I Because I didn't want to go back to D.C. I didn't want to stay in California. So I was like, I'm here, so let me see what's going to yeah. happen. But I'm like... 45 straight days, just <laughs> especially yeah, so. coming from California. That's got to be right. Like... <laughs> well, it rained only like two times since I was there, like yeah. five years, two times it rained. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah, man. I, I don't know about you, but I love the rain now. Like, really? I don't know, man. Like, when I was a kid, maybe not so much, but like ever since I started getting older, I'm like, every time it rains, it just makes me happy now. Like, you know, know what? It's, it's, it's I've grown up here. Now. It's because I grew up here, I think. But like, <laughs> that, that's what it is. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um. Sweet. So you moved to Seattle, um, and then what were you doing? What What were you doing for work? What were well, you doing I, there? Um. What? Well, after being in the two wars, I took time off, a couple months, just just relax. And I sat at home and I got bored out of my mind. Mm-hmm. So I started going back to where I started doing security. You know, then um, then after like 2006, 
to like 2010, I was like, I felt like I was just existing. I wasn't like doing anything right. Yeah. I remember, oh, I wanted to be an actor. So then I started going to some auditions and stuff like that, but nobody would like put me in their stuff. They weren't writing scripts for African-Americans. So mm-hmm. then I started writing my own stuff and I did like five short skits. I did yeah. that. Yeah. So I started working on the, on the dream then. Yeah. So. Yeah. When did you like, so you say like, you know, you kind of already knew you wanted to be an actor. When did that start? When did you like, well, when was that thought started? Well, I remember I was like <clears throat> 11 or 12, excuse me. My dad took us to the drive-in to saw Enter the Drag. And I was like, wow, Bruce Lee. Because I was mm-hmm. a big uh, kung fu you know, fan anyway, watching Action yeah. Gate on, on TV on Saturdays. So I saw that movie. It was like, one, it was a minority on screen. And he was a star. Mm-hmm. And that excited me. I said, hey, I want to be an actor. And I want to work with him. I ne- next day I want to be a martial artist, but I wanted to be an actor. Mom said, no, you can't. Work with him. I said, why not? Because he's dead. And I started crying. I said, boy, yeah. why are you crying? Because I, I wanted to work with him and I was touched. I was like, you know, she said, well, I said, where's he buried at? She's buried in Washington. I said, cool, let's go. She said, no, Seattle, Washington. I'm like, oh. I said, one day I want to go to his grave. And then, like, then I was like, also a couple months later, I met Muhammad Ali, you know, wow. and he was my idol too. Uh-huh. So, like, you know, yeah. So, and then um, he actually actually talked to me because he was training to fight Chuck Webner, the fighter that, um, the special loan based Rocky off of. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's the inspiration for Rocky. So I met him. I just got to talk to him. He told me, he said, what do you be you grow up? I said, I want to be like you. He said, you can't be like me because I'm short. I said, I'm tall and handsome. You're short and ugly. I'm the greatest, you nothing. And he's like, what you can do is be the best person you could be. Because you try to achieve what I achieve, you don't achieve it, you consider yourself a failure. So be the best you can be, whether it's a doctor, you know, lawyer, you know, cop, phantom, or whatever, then you'd be the greatest. So I was like, wow, that was kind of cool. That's the best advice yeah. I ever got. And back then, there was no cell phones. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't, like, <laughs> take a selfie with him. So I was like, yeah. ah But I remember that advice. So, that, so when I retired, I was like, I felt like I was exi- just existing and wasn't living. So I said, no, you want to be an actor? Give that a try. You know, so mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's when I decided to do that. Yeah. it's awesome. Um, So you come to Seattle, you start auditioning for movies and then you start writing them, right? So I started uh, writing, I wrote some short films, yeah. Yeah, so. starts writing short films. Um, what was, what was that, what was the experience of writing those first couple of short films? Um, well, for me, it was like, because um, I had a friend of mine, Lawrence Sankey, who's in the Alliance. He's in all my films. Uh-huh. Um, he, um, we worked together. We'd always tell jokes and stuff like that. So um, we came up with a skit about internet dating called Don't Do It. You know, because mm-hmm. somebody we knew had went on the internet and dated some girl and got catfished. Oh, okay, so we yeah. actually wrote a script <laughs> called Don't Do It. So he tells a story, then my character goes on a date and something happens to him. We put that on YouTube and Facebook, got a lot of views. But crazy thing about that skit, it was the first thing I did and uh, we put it out there. And about a year later, the TV show Catfish came on. Mm-hmm. So they stole my idea and I'm going to sue MTV for that. <laughs> You know, yeah. So and that, so I did that. And my thing was I wanted original stuff. So yeah, I kept writing. I wanted original stuff, and we did you know like five short films. And then uh, so I wanted to get better behind the camera, in front of the camera. So I looked for quick. I was looking for uh, camera equipment. Then I found Seattle Film Institute, and I went down there because I didn't know it was a film school. I ain't never heard of film school. Went down yeah. for a tour. They found out they took veteran benefits, so I mm-hmm. signed up. I took a filmmaking program, acting program, producing program. We got better in front of the camera, behind the camera. Also with screenwriting too, so I did that. Yeah. Yeah, so. 
Sweet. Uh, how long was the school? Uh, I went there for four years. Okay. Um, and the best thing out of school was, I don't know some of y'all, your, 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 some of your fans are probably young. The TV show called Married with Children, the actress that played Marcy, Amanda Burr, she was my acting teacher. I learned a whole lot from her. Mm-hmm. And um, we, I, we spent one year, two years as, as teacher, student, one year as classmates. And she's a good friend, so I learned a lot from her. So y'all yeah. look her up. Married with Children, Marcy Darcy. You look her up. Yeah, she's real cool. Yeah, yeah so. But I, that, was, that was experience doing that, yeah. So yeah, I learned a lot so, from that school. Mm-hmm. So you uh, graduate from the film institute, and yeah. then uh, how soon after that? Because uh, trying to remember, the first movie you made was Real Love. Is that no? The first movie, okay. So Real Love is a uh, is a treatment for another film, a film I wrote in school uh-huh. when I got out of school in 2014. Mm-hmm. I started going back audition again, but nobody still wanted to put me to work. I said, you know what? I'm tired of this. So I started thinking about stuff. And like a year later, I started writing The Alliance, which yeah. is the first one. Okay. The Alliance. I wrote that screenplay and then got some people together, started getting actors together, actresses, and started shooting that. But Real Love is a movie that I wrote I wrote in school. So that's one, that's still on the back burner. But The Alliance mm-hmm. is my first feature that I wrote after I got out of school. So Okay. I did that. So you acted. You, you have so many titles. Um, let me let me see if I can get up. Your your actor, writer, director, producer, producer. For the Alliance, I wrote it, acted in it, directed it, edited it, and produced it. I did everything for it. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. So um, and financed it myself too. Yeah. That's yeah. why I'm, these are the only clothes I got. The clothes. I got work clothes. Yeah. So sweet. Uh. So what was so this is like a question I always have, right? When, when you see pe- when you see like actors that also write their own parts, right? Mm-hmm. What's how do you find that balance between, like, you don't want to write the entire movie about yourself, right? You want to give everyone like a role, right. but you also like you still want to be a prominent character. Like, how do you how do you find that balance as a writer when you're writing for yourself? That's a good question. Okay, when I did the Alliance, because the Alliance for y'all who don't know, you can watch on Amazon and Tubi TV. Yeah. Um, it's about four. It's about four drug dealers that call the uh, four drug dealers call a truce, form an alliance. Got the twenty years apiece. One member is forced to kill the others. So I didn't necessarily have to be the star. So you know, I'm be the star of my movie, but I wanted to um, make an original story, even though it's inspired by The Wire, The Godfather, Scarface, paid for four other gangster movies. But that's a good question. Um, I also wanted to be. Be sorry, but not also hog all the screen time. Give mm-hmm. other actors some some decent screen time. I think Absolutely. that makes the story more compelling when you have other characters for other people to like, dislike, no mm-hmm. favor. So I, I wanted, like, when I was writing, I said, I, I got to make the story intriguing. So I can't make it all about me. Yeah. This is a biography, you know what I'm saying? But I got to get other people. So, like, and I had certain characters, like, like the, guy, the girl that plays Chocolate, Amanda Baker, Mandy Baker. She was the first person I cast for my film. I, I hadn't even wrote it yet. Mm-hmm. I saw her and we was in the same uh, title age. I said, hey, can you be a female assassin? She said, yeah. So I got you in my movie. I hadn't even wrote it yet. Yeah. And Michael E. Bell, who plays Smooth, who was in a casino commercial together. I said, man, I got this dancing we're working on, man. I got a perfect role, role, uh, role for you. He said, cool. So I casted them first, but I wanted to give them each character decent screen time and also for people to remember who they are. 
Mm-hmm. And give them certain lines. You know, you got a movie, movie like, there's certain lines you remember from the movie. And I want yeah. to do that. So I wanted to give people equals, some people equal screen time, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was kind of it was kind of hard, but then it was easy. Once I, once I start thinking about the story, okay, this is that. Once I got the premise of the story, but who was going to be the bad guy, who's going to be the good guy or whatever like that. Because mm-hmm. the basic Hollywood formula is the bad guy always dies. But I wanted in the first one to flip a little bit you know, it make you root for a certain character to do something, you know, so yeah, so, but it, that's a good question, but it was like, it was hard, but then it wasn't. Once I got the story how I wanted, I knew who the yeah. character was going to be, who was going to be the antagonist, mm-hmm. who's going to be the hero, who's going to be this, who's going to help. It was kind of easy to do. Yeah. But that's why in, in the sequel, um, it was even kind of even like, okay, I want to tell a backstory, but I don't want to go too much, but I said, I know I got to do this, but I, it's still like the same formula. Mm-hmm. Give, give everybody decent screen time and be, be memorable. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. That's, that's a awesome. good question. I never asked that before. I like that. So for the army, talk to yourself. I did. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay, yeah. So you mentioned your uh, casino commercials, right? So I was looking through your IMDb, um, and I saw, so you, you did a couple uh, casino commercials, and you were also yeah. an extra, I think, for the younger generation, they're going to be more, uh, they're going to understand this more. You were an extra in Grey's Anatomy. Okay, yeah, so the scene, it was episode, uh, it was season 14, episode one. Uh-huh. So there's a scene where the two main characters are on the bench at, at uh, Gasworks talking. Mm-hmm. If they would have flipped the camera around, I was standing right there. <laughs> Me and another actor were standing there talking. Now, the thing about it, it was May. Supposed to have been, like, uh, fall. It was, like, 90 degrees, I'm wearing a suit. And uh, the director says, hey, go from here to here and start talking. Uh-huh. I'm like, yes, ma'am. The director was, Je- was uh, Debbie Allen, who played Jesse's uh, mom in the series. Mm-hmm. So so I, that was a cool thing about it. But I I did make it on screen in the spinoff, Station 19, episode one, season one. is a scene where they bring this dog out of the house, find bring dog house, they cut to the crowd. I'm a guy standing with the umbrella looking and Michael Bill plays smooth is next to me. We got three seconds on screen. Like, yeah, on TV, yeah. yeah, so we made it. Yeah, so. Yeah. That was that, yeah, so. So that was, that was pretty early in your acting career, right? Yeah, that was, that was actually, I was still filming The Alliance when uh-huh. I got on uh, uh, Grey's Anatomy. And since 19, I was I was almost done with it, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so. What was, what was that feel? Um, so, I mean, first, like, I guess for aspiring actors out there, right, that are looking for like roles, like what's what was the process of you know getting into <laughs> one of these, like getting an audition as an extra somewhere? Or... Well, I, I follow this one um, casting director, Denise Gibbs. She has a a, a a group. When she gets casting calls, she'll send them out and say, "Hey, they need they need um, extras for this. Is mm-hmm. it requirements? Height, weight? No, 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 no race involved." Like you know, and you submit to it with your headshot like that. Yeah. So, and it's, it's cool. You might get selected, you might not. The only thing I hate about it, like Hollywood will come out of Seattle and they'll film out here, mm-hmm. but they'll bring the main characters from Hollywood to film and cast actors. I hear actually, you got some talent, I hear convenient stuff. Yeah. But that's what they do. They, and they put us in it. But I mean, it's experience. I, I met um, Jason George who played the lead role of Station 19. He was actually cut in front of us in the lunch line. <laughs> you know, it was cool, but um. <laughs> It is with it. I mean, you, I saw the stars from Grey's Anatomy on set, but I was mm-hmm. like, you know, as an actor living in this, in this Pacific Northwest, it's kind of mad because they come out here and film, 
mm-hmm. but they won't use us in prominent roles. Yeah. Except for a Bollywood film I did called Silence, uh-huh. um, Indian film. The directors of the film had saw my film, The Alliance, in India. So wow. they were like, hey, are you an actor? I'm like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm here for the set. He said, no, because I was an actor. He said, no, did you write The Alliance? I said, yeah, they had saw it and they won some awards. So they gave me three roles, uh, uh, um, CSI, a cop and a reporter. I said, hey man, y'all know I'm like the only brother in, in this <laughs> on set. People gonna recognize me. They said, they said, in our country, they only think about the stars. I said, hey man, I am a star. So, but <laughs> the cool thing about it, I had a scene with um, the star of the movie, Michael Madsen, who was from Kill Bill, played Bill's brother. We had a scene together. I got to talk to him. But the only thing about it though, they dubbed my voice. So I don't even sound like me. Oh, <laughs> wow. yeah. So, but it was cool though. I mean, so yeah. that's for Amazon Prime too. That was cool. Uh-huh. I got some decent screen time, even though I got a different voice, you know. Yeah. So yeah, but that was cool. <laughs> but it, but but that was as experience, like they bring stars out here to film, but they won't put us in decent roles. Mm-hmm. That's why I create my own stuff. So yeah. Yeah. I think that's dope. You gotta like uh, there's times, right? Like you just gotta take control of the situation, right? You yeah, can't, you, got to, yeah. you can't be you can't yeah. wait around for the roles. You can't wait around for that. Stuff. You can't, yeah. Make it so and, and the diff the thing about living here, if I go to audition. Says like 25 African-Americans, actors that look like me that are there. I moved to California, you got a thousand, two thousand, and they all got more experience or more self resume than me. So I'm gonna get selected. So the competition is is less here than it is in going to California or something mm-hmm. like that. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um so real quick, I wanna switch uh switch lanes real quick. I wanna do a segment that I like to do with all my guests. Uh, it's okay. called the it's called the one word interview. Okay. So I'm gonna ask you some questions, and you have to answer them in one word. All right. One word. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Describe yourself in one word. Real. Real. Biggest inspiration. Are you talking about like personal, like or? Yeah, personal. Explain that, like, like who inspires me? Yeah, who inspires you? Just in life in general. My mom. One word to describe your time in the Marines. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, favorite thing about being in your 50s? I had to put my... My <laughs> 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 50s. Uh... Rewarding rewarding uh what's your favorite part of the movie making process writing writing describe your experience in making the alliance challenging all right we've we've known each other for a good couple months now use one word five seconds (laughs) (laughs) one word to describe me you? Yeah. Um, uh, you're interesting. You're interesting. You I'll, are, take, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, thank you. Um, what is the meaning of life to you? Grateful. Last question. You win $10 million. What do you buy? 
actually, if I mature, I disappear. <laughs> <laughs> what, would I, what do I buy? Um, nice house. Okay. Nice. Nice house. Sweet. Um, yep, those are the questions. Uh, now, let's. I want to go into your lists that you say, that you shared with me. Okay. All right. So, for those of you that don't know, lists basically how they work is, um, Butler here will makes uh, kind of I guess four lists. Um, the first list is a list of topics. You know, to where he lists like the top five things that are important to him, and then he makes a second list of topics, which is looking from the outside in of what he thinks other people see as the most important things to him and the same with qualities the top five qualities that he has versus um the other list which is top five qualities he thinks that other people see in him um so we'll start right at the top with topics this is from your own perspective you said passion slash originality slash creativity yeah so that's <clears throat> dealing with like in movies in general like i'm passionate about them mm -hmm. and one thing i i hate that Hollywood does is they always remaking stuff. Yeah, they don't want to try nothing. They're scared to try something new. That's why I feel indie filmmakers best way to go because you get to, you get to express originality, your passion, and like you get to push the boundaries and stuff people don't want to do. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, I like original stories. You know, original ideas. You no, know, just be original. Stop remaking. You no, know, Rocky, Twelve, yeah. Terminator, Eighteen. You know, Halloween. 500 I'm like, i mean it's cool but like you know after a while it's hard to keep telling the same story like Absolutely. create something new then they want to remake the very first one 20 years later like the new it i remember the first one so i mean it's like i know you want to reach a new generation mm -hmm. but i mean just like you know like like they remade psycho and they use the same script the same dialogues different actors i mean that what's the point of that yeah you know like in some in some movies you can't remake that are classics, leave mm. them alone, you know, like yeah. just come up with something new, you know, or don't do none at all, you know, yeah. so yeah, so. There's, I feel like there's such a common theme, like, especially recently I've noticed, like, you know, there's these old, like, uh, classic movies or shows that, like, you know, they're like, they're like into history books as some of the greatest, right? Yeah. And, like, whether they be like, especially with, like, animated series, there's like, um, there's an animated series, Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, they, I think Netflix was trying to make a, uh real what's the word live action version a live action yeah and i'm like this is like for like so many people this is like avatar the last airbender is one of like the greatest shows of all time for them right and you're gonna create a live action chances are like a lot of netflix shows it's gonna be terrible <laughs> and yeah, it's like, just gonna it's gonna ruin that memory for so many people right and it's just, just like, them trying to milk it they're trying to get some like, extra how money how many times they be dead lion king yeah Exactly. They, they keep doing it over and over like really mm -hmm. <laughs> like really i mean come on like it's the same yeah. story yeah so and it's like they want to re they want to reboot the fresh prince of bel-air reboot mm -hmm. all these tv shows like yeah let's let them be classic leave them alone yeah, exactly. then when you reboot it and people get mad and get canceled mm -hmm. i mean like <laughs> what like what do you respect <laughs> yeah, you know it's some, it's some people you can't replace in certain things you know mm -hmm. like I don't care. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite series is um the Fast and Furious series, right? Right. 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 Like after I think the fifth movie, it's just a generic action movie. There's like yeah. there's it's, there's no cars. It's all planes, tanks, and explosions, right? 
and it's and they just keep making more because they're like oh these things make so much money so let's just keep making it and every time they release it it just like the first like first three movies just depreciate every time they release a new movie and it's like like those are some of my favorite movies of all time and then so. and then you don't have paul walker and so like yeah exactly i mean how you gonna keep the story going like and, that, and one thing one thing i will i will say because I was a fan of the Karate Kid movies. But mm. I like how they did, they bring Cobra Kai, made it a TV show, and they bring in Danny and Dan, I mean, Daniel and Johnny back and, and showing them later. And then that's a good idea. Mm. Keep it saying, can make a TV show. Now, that was pretty good. But other than this, like, keep the same movies going on, like, you know, yeah. like, and like, and then they, you have a spinoff, like, uh, the one Fast and Furious Hutch, whatever, which I didn't see. Yeah. Like, you come on, like, The Rock trying to make his own. I'm like, come on, like, you know, it's just too it's much. Just, like, yeah. leave some things alone. You know, like, I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, I'm, I don't get it. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. It's um, next one is on on your list is uh, military experiences slash racism slash diversity. Well, the the thing, the thing military experience is like I went in '84, and um, and I met people from different all walks of life, and I remember mm-hmm. it was with guys at boot camp where he was like. He told me he heard about us, read about us, never seen us. He was talking about black people. I'm like, wow. what? Where you yeah. from? He's from a small town, Mississippi. I'm like, wow, it was crazy. But then, like, they talk about we're a band of brothers. The first time I was ever called the N-word was in the Marine Corps. Jeez. Never. And, yeah. I, I, and by sergeant, so he was a higher ranking. I couldn't wow. do nothing about yeah. it. So there's a lot of racism and discrimination in the service. Mm-hmm. You know, and because I remember we, we, I was saying to Cameron June, we'd be in the field. So, we, you know, I know you I know you don't know about the field. <laughs> <laughs> we'd, be, we'd be in the field. So and all the brothers eating, you know, we all hanging out. So we're sitting there talking, just eat, eating our chow. They come over, okay, break this up. Y'all go ahead, go there. Like, like we're plotting. You see us all together. Like we're just sitting to eat night and they come break, like break it up. Y'all, right? And uh, I remember I was in the Gulf War. I mean, there's one. I was a driver. Me and this other guy named Leatherbury, we were driving, like, delivering ammo up and down. Look, we're ammo drivers, right? So we come back. I've been on the road all day, and other guys are in the tent playing spades like that. So we're, we're there cleaning our rifles because, you know, you're driving in the desert. You get all dirt. You got to oh, keep yeah. your rifles clean. Mm-hmm. We clean our rifles. So the sergeant comes in. Hey, Leatherbury, buddy, I go out there and rotate them tires on the fire sense. We're like, hold up. We're sitting there. We just got back. We're playing. We're um cleaning our rifles. They're over there playing spades. Why don't you tell them to do it? You know, and, and certain things you you notice that yeah. happens. Like you can't do nothing about it. But like supposed to be a brand of brothers, but there is there mm-hmm. is discrimination and stuff. I mean, when I went in there, some people still, mm-hmm. still would say that, but like, you know, but as far as diversity, diversity is part is like in films, like like my films, I get I'm I give people of color more chances to star in movies. And also in my movie, in a genre that's dominated by men. Women have strong roles too, yeah. and that's the thing about it. Because my movie is about the drug game, so and I one thing I hate about living out here, I'll see scripts as like lead actor Caucasian, everybody's Caucasian, and you can't have, you can't have an African American or Mexican or anybody Asian nowhere in the movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this movie's about drugs, so drugs affect everybody. That's why you have every race in there, you yeah. know, because about everybody. So it's so like, and when I write my script, you read it. I don't describe no character. So if you bought my script and wanted to make a movie, you can cast whoever you want as Breeze, Smooth, whoever. Because mm-hmm. I'm not saying this person 
is discolored. Only reason I feel you do that is when if you're writing, if you're writing a, a movie about, you do a movie Muhammad Ali, of course the character got to be black. Yeah, yeah. Right? Of course, if, you, if you're doing an autobiography about a movie about mm-hmm. a person, a biography about them, then you got to make it a certain race. But if not, if, not, if it's a yeah. fictional movie, it occurs to me whoever. That's why when I was yeah. writing it, I pictured certain characters, I didn't know where they're going to be. And mm-hmm. that's what I think that's what diversity is. Like you make them whoever you want, it makes it more compelling. Yeah. You know, so that's it's not an all black movie, all white movie. You know, it's like I hate saying all movie, like, because people, I remember I was in uh, SFI, and the student was like, hey, you ever seen Lord of the Rings? I'm like, any brothers in it? They'd be like, no, why am I watching that? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, like yeah, so yeah. yeah. I mean, have a diverse cast, have everybody in, like, in, in, like, in, in the lines too, you're in it. Mm-hmm. Have a character, Ken, she's in it. Like, you got to have everybody in it. Yeah. Because, you know, the world is not one color, so do that. And that makes your movie more compelling. And I give other people, like when I saw Bruce Anthony Drag, I saw Minority on screen in the star role. So as a little kid, you see that, that inspires you. That would inspire me. So like, yeah. yeah, so that's the thing, you know, so. Absolutely. That's yeah. when adversity comes in. Mm-hmm. It's interesting you mentioned that, like, because, you know, being Indian, going into the U.S. Army, it's very, it was a very weird experience for me. And like, I kind of like, I went in when I like, when I was going to basic, that was one of the things I was like terrified about was like, how are people going to react, right? And like I was, I was blessed in the fact that you know, for the most part, I was pretty accepted, right? It's a different time, right. so you know. But like yeah, different time, different time. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a very different time. But like even then, like for so many people I met there, I was the first Indian or brown kid they'd ever seen in their lives, right? Wow. And it's like, and look, what like, year is this? And what year is this? Like twenty nineteen, you know, like, really? right? Twenty eighteen, yeah. twenty nineteen. Like yeah, right. Come so on. it's. Like, I, I never would expect it, right? Like, I guess, like, living in the Pacific Northwest where it's, like, it's very diverse up here. So, it's, like, so, you know, I didn't even think about it. So, right. but, like, I got there and, like, people were, like, didn't know who I was. Or if they did know, like, the first thing people would say to me was, like, oh, yeah. Um, I, like, I just introduced myself and be like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I have a, um, th- there's a guy that, like, does it, that works at the gas station down the street. He's Indian, too. <laughs> it's the first thing they say. I'm just like, Wait, what, really? Well, like, like, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's my uncle. Like, what know, do you want me to say? Know, <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah so. I'm just, it was just, it was such an odd experience. And the second thing I noticed, like, dude, it's, like, I never used to hear people just, like, throw around the N-word, right? Like, it's and, nothing. Like, it's yeah. nothing. It's just like it's just white guys. It's just like and like I like it just it blew my mind how comfortable they were with that word. And I was just like, it's such a it's such common knowledge to me and like where I'm from mm-hmm. that like you don't you don't say that word. <laughs> right? Right, right. But it's just they just throw it around like it's nothing. They're like, Oh yeah, I was talking into this, whatever, right? And I'm just like, like how? How is this like it's such a weird culture, but at the same time it's like it was weird for me as well, because I'd never met people like this either. So was, but did they did they say in the presence of a black guy though? Yeah, no, they would. But it was just like, but it, like, but like, there was never like in a derogatory like tone. But it was like they just throw it around. How do you say it's like, not derogatory? I don't understand. It's no, yeah, like, it, yeah, like yeah. It's, there's like no ill intention, right? It's like for oh. them, for them, it's just a part of their vocabulary, right? Because like they're just from an area where they just like say it because it's all like it's all white guys and that wherever they're from, and so it's just part of their vocabulary. And like, and like, and we had some like black guys in our like unit and they just like, for them, it was like, like, what are they going to do? Right. Like, they're not going to start beef with this guy and 
you know, just like ruin everything for everyone or whatever, right? Like, so they just kept their mouth. I was just like, dude, like, how how are people just okay with this? Like, but see, if you get comfortable saying it anytime, then when they say it derogatory, yeah, how can you get mad? It's a, well, you let them say it all the time. You can't exactly. give them that pass. And exactly. that's the thing. You can't give them that pass. You, know, yeah. you, can't, you can't say that. Why? But, you can't say yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Because there's some brothers from the South you can't say that to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you can't say, you can't even, you can't even hear them say, what you, I mean, because I, I remember um, I was, I was in a, um, I was in a, I was in a Gulf War and um, we had a radio. So this is the NWA. And uh, white guys listen to it, right? But it wouldn't say, the N word in the song, they wouldn't say it. They knew mm-hmm. you can't say it. Now, when yeah. they're alone, they probably say it all the time. Yeah. But you can't say in the presence of, no, you can't do that. And it's disrespectful regard. It's like, you know, there's some derogatories for your culture mm-hmm. that probably are that I wouldn't say. Yeah. You don't say that. You know what I'm saying? So, because I remember there's one Indian guy I worked with, I was a Fred Hutch. He told me when, where I'm from, I'm considered black. I said, being considered black. And being black is two different things. Yeah, yeah. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Don't yeah. get it twisted. Like, you know, like, cause I, cause I, like, you know, cause it was, for, for example, one, there's this one script that was out and they, and a guy that I know that he's real cool with, he got cast as a lead character as African American dad, but he's mm-hmm. not. Yeah. He's Samoan. I'm like, how you cast somebody that looks black, but actually cast a black person? It's one thing if me and him went up for the role and he got it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like, I was, I was, I'm not mad at him. He's yeah. doing his thing. But I'm like, really? You gonna write a script with somebody supposed to be black, but not cast a black person, somebody mm-hmm. who looks black? I like, that's, I mean, that's like how Hollywood's do back in the day with Cleopatra, like that, have somebody white dress up, you know, yeah. and she's Egyptian. Like, come on, they had the white guys dress up as Asians. Come on, don't do that. There's Asians and, and Egyptians who can play that role. Like, yeah, you know, having absolutely. like, you know, um. There was that like Pope Great Wall of China like, movie, right? There was like that. Yeah, there was yeah. like Great Wall of China movie. It was like Matt Damon playing the lead role of like an Asian yeah. guy or some shit. I was like, it's like, like there's, there's so many like talented people out there, and you just go for yeah. Like, I know you want to say your move, but still, like, it's like casting like, um, Eva Mendes as Pocahontas. Eva Mendes is not Indian. You mm. know what I'm saying? I'm not saying, <laughs> but like you know, just because you look a certain way, yeah, don't mean that. You know exactly. what I'm saying? You don't do 100%. that. Like they, they wanted to cast. Um, I've got Hollywood. They want to cast some light skinned girl as a dark skinned girl. I'm like, that, that, that's if you're doing a press, you're doing a biography about a person. Don't do that. You know? Yeah, yeah so. absolutely. That's the thing. Um, yeah, so. We had that's this conversation. Crazy. I, ne- I never heard that story. I never knew. I because yeah. that's crazy about that. I never, I never, I never been in a unit where somebody did that. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, it's wild. Um, no. But uh, yeah, I think we we talked about this. Uh, you have an actress on your movie. Like, I think she's Indian, right? And like. You mm-hmm. were talking about how like she has to make herself more light skin in her headshot. Well, what, what, right? she t- what she told me right because we we did a photo shoot way back in the day. I should have put it in the first movie, mm-hmm. but um and um so in her card I was, I was like, "Simmy, your card." And like I said, yeah, she said, every photographer lightens my skin for some reason. I'm like, why? Because she said because they want us to be lighter. I said, but there are dark Indians. Said, I yeah. know she said, she has this problem. I'm like. I'm like, well, you're gonna be in my movie, you know, like, but like, but they want, they want they even her, even her actress card, her business card is lighter. I'm like, her pictures, I mean, she's a beautiful girl. Yeah. You know, but I'm like, why they like said, that's what they do. They lighten it. I'm like, why? And she show up, she show up to a set. I know you was that that dark. I mean, this it's just because the same thing they have with African Americans with light skin and dark skin, mm-hmm. it's like, 
why? I mean, yeah, like, I why, mean does yeah. why does it matter? Why does it matter? Let me say, oh man, you Indian, but you're not lighted. You're 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 you're, you're not dark enough. Like, mm-hmm. what, what are you talking about? Like, you know, yeah. come on, like it makes no sense. Yeah, you saw her, like she, you know, her perspective is good. Like, mm-hmm. and then like you gotta, I'm like, I don't get it, but that's some people. She'll, she'll do a photo shoot and she'll they'll lighten her picture. So I'm not that color. So then yeah. people go to cast her or something. Wait a minute, this picture is that. So I mean, it's frustrating. That's why, like, you know what? It, it, it is what it is. But I don't get yeah. it. I don't get the things about color. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's crazy. I, I don't understand that. Um, yeah. Next one on your list: uh, family, real friends slash haters. Well, family's important to me. You know, I have I yeah. have two kids, uh, three grandchildren. You know, um, and um, and one thing I was talking to my cousin: like growing up, we were a tight family. But now that we all got older, and all like, some of my parents have died, we kind of kind of like venture our own way. Mm-hmm. But family's important, I mean, you know, and it's important to me, even though I'm the only one out here, they're on the East Coast, I'm very important to me. Real friends, I mean, real friends is important because, you know, some of your biggest haters be the ones right in your face. Yeah, absolutely. Saying, oh, I, I, I applaud you, but then right behind you, so you turn away, they start talking about you, know, so. And I met a lot of fake people out here in the Washington area. I'm not saying everybody like about some people that like they hate what you're doing. They hate like why you doing that? You too old for that, too old for that, you know. And I'll post on Facebook, Instagram, I won an award. They won't say nothing. Mm. But I see my person, oh yeah, I'm, I'm happy what you're doing. I, I see, but you don't like nothing. Yeah. But then let me post, I didn't win. Oh, too bad. You know, I mean it's yeah. you know this sarcasm like that, you know. Absolutely. Or they they basically I like your movie. I'm like, fine. I mean mm-hmm. The people that that piss on your dreams are mad because they're not doing their dreams. That's the thing about it. Like somebody, one of your friends might say, "Oh, you got a podcast. You think you're all that? You're going to all that? Wait, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, we're like that, and that's all. Yeah, that's what haters do, and that's why I say I like my haters. I got more to prove to y'all, so keep on hating. I got more to show y'all. You know, what I mean, that, that 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 fuels my fire. You know, you yeah. hated that. Watch this. You know, yeah. So that's the thing. But I mean, out here, it's like people out here I've met. They like. It's the ones who complain about their jobs get another one. I don't want. Then shut up. If you got, if you can complain about something and you can change it, but you won't, I don't want to hear it. I, live, mm-hmm. I met this one girl. She was talking about her baby daddy was a deadbeat dad. She lived right down the street from child from our uh, DH from child support, right? But she wouldn't go make a case. I'm like, then shut up, then. You live right down the street. Yeah. You can go make a case, get him for child support. But I don't want to be like that. Then be quiet. If you know, yeah. the, if you know the answer to your problem, but don't want to do it. Yeah, percent. It's like you know, yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's like it's you're just you're just complaining for the sake of complaining. You're like you're like, yeah. oh, I just want attention, so I'm just gonna complain about it. I'm not gonna oh, do right, anything yeah. about it. I want someone else yeah. to do something about it for me or something, right? And he gave me eleven dollars for child support, table court. I don't want to. And shut up. <laughs> what do you want <laughs> me to do? Obviously, yeah. happy with eleven dollars you got. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I I get that, man. Um. With with this podcast, when I first wanted to, when I was first like starting it, when I was first like planning it out, I had mm-hmm. one friend who, to my face, like wasn't even like didn't even hide it or anything, like straight to my face was just like, "Well, why are you like super attitude, right? Like just why are you doing that? That you're never gonna go anywhere with that." To my face, I'm like, well, "Wait, <laughs> like okay, realistically, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of podcasts out there, you know, who right, knows right, if I'm right. gonna make it or not, but like, right. like." Who who goes to their friend that like has a dream to do something and just right. shits on it right off the bat? Right, like right, right you're not doing start, anything right with that. Start, right. Yeah, like just be like, oh, like that's dope. Like there's nice ways you can like 
I've had people tell me in like a respectful manner, like, Hey man, like, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket, right? Like, you right. know, do the podcast, have fun with it, but you know, don't get like, don't be disappointed if it doesn't like, you know, take off. Right. Like that's a nice way of right. saying it. Right. But she was just like, why are you doing that? Like, that's not going to go anywhere. You're not going to be successful with a podcast. I was just, and like, you kind of like, but like, that's like a really extreme scenario. But like, I've had people, you know, that they're like, oh, that's dope. But then they don't even, they don't even give it a shot. Like I can, I know who's listened and who hasn't listened to the podcast. Right, right. right? You, you know, you know, yeah. you know. Cause like, cause I'll be with some friends and I'll like, I'll like, I'll reference something that was in a podcast. Right. And, and they'll say they listen to it and then they'll just be like complete blank stare. I'll just be like. So yeah, you obviously like, <laughs> like, you know, it's all fake. It's like, oh yeah, great. But when it yeah. comes down to it, they're not, they're not in your corner. Yeah. Cause like I, I, for example, like, I remember, um, like I was asked why do I want to be a filmer. I'm, I'm not doing it for money. I want to make a great movie. Right. Yeah. So I was, I don't want to be the people like five years later. I wish I would have tried this because you can't fail to see if you don't try. Mm-hmm. You sit back and wish, wish, wish it ain't going to happen. So I'm going to try it. If I don't make these, I try I try yeah. to make movie it didn't do well. He said try, but but that's the thing. Like you know, like he told me in the podcast. I'm like, really? I'm like, cool. What do you talk about? Like, what is it? I said, how many files I'm joking? Like, I like, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna come <laughs> on there. I like to support people that are doing their dreams. Right? I mean, think about it. You can do it. Say, so you know what? I'm tired of doing it. But you, at least you did it. Mm-hmm. That, at least you tried it. If it don't work out, at least you tried though. You tried. Yeah, and if you, and, and that's if you have the passion to do it. If it's in you, do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, and, and that's why like. Some of your friends like, um, oh, why are you doing that? You ain't gonna go nowhere. Yeah, like who's okay, that helping? Why, that doesn't why, help anyone. Why? Why do you say that? <laughs> yeah, who do you want to be? You grow up. You know what I'm saying? Like you're exactly. growing, like you know, yeah. I mean, like you know, I mean, and, and think about it. Because I remember Amanda Burns told us, if you're doing this, be an actor for money, you're in the wrong business. Because unless you get discovered by Spielberg like that, do it because it's your passion. Like I want to make a good story. Now, if I now all the all the awards is fine and dandy somebody like myself i get money i get paid that's okay but main thing i, I make a movie and somebody said they liked it that's the thing about yeah. it and i and i can take the criticism i, I got this skin then like if i ain't for everybody you know like but like i mean one person i saw your movie he liked it yeah i said what'd you like about it um you remember this part no i said you didn't watch it don't tell me you watched it you didn't watch it just watch it you know just watch yeah. it you know? yeah because like you know you remember this part yeah they're like how you gonna how you gonna watch part two and you ain't seen part one uh-huh. You know, so I tell some of the actors in part two, you watch part one. No, I said, I ain't gonna know what's going on. And this would be gonna watch the first one, you know, just yeah. watch it so you know what you want to be a part of it, like that. But, like, you know, there's people like that, like, oh, you're an actor, wow, you made a movie, big deal. Mm-hmm. Really? Okay. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah. But that's how it is, man. And uh, and it's used that, they tell you that to, to make you to feel your fire to keep doing what you're doing, man. I, I mean, I applaud you, you're doing what you want, just your passion, and do it. You I mean, you know, that, that's the it, thing man. about it. You yeah. got your little setup, everything like that, <laughs> and and that's cool. I mean, that's what you. I've been on some podcasts; they have nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, but the thing about it, you want to do what your do your own thing. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, and you talk about you talk. You don't have it just so just on one topic. You have different things going on. That's the thing about it. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's the thing. You know, and you get followers you do like that. You know, yeah, that's the thing. You know, yeah. So Absolutely. I applaud you, man. I, I'm happy for you doing your Thank thing. Thank you, man. I appreciate you know, it. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um. It's uh, something I want to talk about. Um, I was trying to find some information on you, right? And I came across a interview you did with Monet Media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Earlier this year, uh-huh. and one of the one of the things I noticed is you're. I think we have a very similar mindset in this sense, but 
you're constantly talking about other people you've worked with and trying to bring right. them up, right? Right, like, right, right. Uh, I think you like you like uh, your friend has like a clothing some like clothing business type but thing, my barber, right? My barber, yeah, he has yeah. barbershopart.com, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and, it's like, and it's the stuff, like is that. the stuff is featured in the first film and this film too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So like I saw that and I like that's dope and that's something that I always try to do is you know people around me like you don't want to you don't want to grow on your own right you don't want you, right, you don't right, want right. to be at the top on your own it's way more fun you got all the boys with you you got everyone with you right, right. coming up with you and that's something i think it's amazing that you do like i do it with you know my intro beats is one of my best friends he makes mm-hmm. the intros right like editing like i'm not going online and just giving it to some random guy like it's one of my best friends they're doing the intro right. stuff like that right um it's it's all it's all trying to keep it in the family, right? Keep trying to get everyone, like everyone eats, right? It's that. Right, it's right. That's the thing, yeah. And um, that's why I say teamwork makes your dream work because I can't do it by myself. Absolutely. So like, you know, and you got your own stuff. Like, like I'm going to do you, like, for in the lines too, I'm going to put your podcast in a special thanks because you have me on there. I, I give yeah. thanks to people who support me and I support other people. Like, that's why I was mentioning people like the artist Callie and all the crew did my soundtrack. I mean, I couldn't mm-hmm. have did that the movie about them so when they yeah, won awards like you know that's why i try to give even my actors small parts give them something memorable you know give them something to do because i mean i could i could be happy that i make a movie that say for instance uh michael bell gets cast in a feature film i i'm happy for him because yeah. my film got that I'm, i mean everybody can eat you know what i'm saying like because mm-hmm. actors that played church she told me people asked her because she appeared as church i'm like really you know it's stuff like that you know and they're grateful like when you review the movie and they and they list breeze chocolate you know smooth and like their favorite characters in church mm-hmm. i'm like and, and she's thankful for that like oh my god somebody liked me because if for her it was her first film yeah you know what i'm saying so like and her first film transits from model to actress and get award then people recognize and like her that's something you know and i'm happy for it and like you know so i mean i'm happy for everybody if somebody signs for this i'm happy about that i'm, I'm not jealous i'm like that's why yeah. I like there's one film festival that said um because like michael bill played smooth we were the same agent at one time and um he beat me out a lot of roles and I wasn't mad. It made me work harder. But I was like, mm-hmm. he just showed me that there was roles for African-American men out here. Yeah. So to write my movie, I said, I'm going to kill you in my movie because you took, <laughs> you took roles from me. Right? Yeah. So one film festival, they told me that it was a toss-up because I want best actor. He want best supporting actor because because his character died. I got to, I'm like, that was cool, though. And I was happy that he got yeah. he got them awards. You know what I'm saying? So, And I wasn't, I wasn't writing him to get awards, but I'm, I was happy that happened. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, but I'm like, I'm glad because Chocolate is one of the awards that, I mean, I'm, I mean, in my film, the first one, everybody in the cast, we got an award for Best Ensemble Cast. Every So everybody, even the little girls, kids in there, the little boys, they got awards too. And yeah. so and, and it was crazy. The funniest thing, I got a story, right? So I went, to, and that's my real barber in the movie too. Mm-hmm. So I went to the barbershop a couple weeks ago and um, it's his family and, and I had my last mask on. This kid said, I like that mask. I saw that movie. I want to be Breeze. Then I pulled my mask down. It was like, oh, that's Breeze right there. Right? <laughs> we saw laughing like that. And that's I like the movie. So they said, can we be in your movie? I was like, um, you know what happened to kids in my movie? They were like, <laughs> it, was, it was cool though. It was cool though. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 mean I, I mean, everybody can eat, man. Like, I mean, because I'm going to tell my people that my movie that I was in your podcast, maybe they reached out to you to be on it. So, I mean, that's the thing. Because some of these actors, 
they don't know about networking and getting out there. They never mm. know who might see your stuff. That's why I did, I did Melissa Monet Media. I shot everybody out. So she has followers and they'll see that too. That's the thing about it. Yeah. So I have some people add me and watch the movie from that, but that's the thing about it. I give her a shout out too. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. She'll be in my credits and the lines too, also for, for putting me on her podcast. That's the mm. thing, you know. Yeah. So I do that. Yeah. But that's the thing, man. Yeah. That's the thing, you know. So we got to, you got to support everybody, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. It's amazing. Um, all right. Uh, next one uh, self improvement, education, mentoring. Uh, self improvement, like a, you know, we, we always knew better, you know, because yeah. my main thing, like when I was acting, Amanda Burst would tell me, because from the East Coast, I'll talk fast. I got to slow down when I'm acting. And I hear in my, mm-hmm. in my head, but there's always room for self improvement, whether it's mentally or physically. Education, I think you can never be, you can never not have enough education. We always learn something, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, so I went to school for filmmaking. I didn't know stuff like that. Like one guy told me, you ain't gotta go to school. You don't have to, but it does not hurt. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You always learn something, you know? Cause you can learn stuff from life experience or from 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 going to school. And I'm a kind of person like, I wanna learn hands on, but also you gotta teach me too. So that's the thing. But, um, and mentoring like, it's a couple people that, that wanna write and act and like ask for advice, I help them write, help them act. You know, it's a t- couple of actors, actors that ask for advice. They send me the demos, like I look at them, like, yeah, I mean, but because I didn't have that for me. So the knowledge that I have, I'm, I'm happy to, to um, share with anybody else. They ask me a question, because only dumb question is when you don't ask. Yeah. I asked I one action, I ask me, yeah, sure. I'll give you my opinion, you know, so she's in a movie and I, I said, she, because crazy thing is she um, auditioned for some skits of Essence 5 and saw my, Headshot and and Carter emailed me like years ago. I said, if I'm doing something, I'll think about you then. So this this movie, last two, I put in the film. Yeah. So but that's the thing. It's all about networking and helping people mm-hmm. out. You know, you never know, yeah. like, and she might be on this tonight show one day. I won't give a shout out. Right? I'm like, oh, you know, that's the thing about <laughs> yeah. it. You gotta help somebody. Don't do it for nothing in return, just being grateful and thankful somebody asks for your thing. That's all it is. Absolutely. I don't expect no nothing like money, nothing like that. No. Yeah. I'm sharing my experience, my knowledge, you know, that's the thing, you know, so what's, what wasn't done for me, I'm doing somebody else, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I mean, yeah, at so. the end of the day, right, it's, uh, I think you, you said it before, it's like, like you give some, you give this person a shout out, like, you know, like their followers see you, your followers see yeah. them. Like it's, it's, it's a mutual, like it helps both sides win. Like, you right. know, that's the thing. both yeah. sides are gaining yeah. an audience and that's what yeah. you want versus that's why i get mad when i share the awards from the alliance and i tag everybody from the cast i thank them then some of them don't approve the tag i'm like first of all you was in the film aren't yeah. you happy your first <laughs> yeah, like, what are you film doing? <laughs> and you got an award we won an awards and, and I, I thank everybody i know some directors that say i won an award for best director and don't thank their cast and crew yeah. i thank them and tag them because i can't win best director without a cast Mm-hmm. I can't win best film but I can't I can't win best any actor without supporting cast so I thank them all yeah. you know and I, some people don't I'm like I don't get it but I, I mean that's it's not it's not important in whatever like that's the thing if I win an award for best director or best script I thank them because I can't do all this without them that's why I say it's teamwork makes a dream but I can't do it without them so yeah mm-hmm. so yeah, absolutely um all right, so that's the end of the list of topics from your own perspective. Now, the list of topics from the um, other perspective, right? Um, 
First thing is originality in film slash uh, hates remakes. We we discussed this already. Yeah, right? but like Just... one of my friends will tell you that I hate remakes. Cause me and Michael Bell talk about we hate we hate remakes. We like original stuff. Like yeah, get your thinking cap on. Think about stuff. You know, try. You know, what I'm yeah. saying Just try. You know, yeah. So I'm not saying we create a masterpiece, but if it's something original. I'd rather watch that than you than you rewrite, you know, Superman again or mm, you know. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so <laughs> um, unless, he, unless he's black, unless he's black, then yeah. <laughs> um next one, uh diversity, uh more people of color in lead roles. Cause I, I'll say that all the time. Like, you know, that's why my, my movie, you know, I'll do that, you know, and like somebody asked me to see this movie, I said, I'll be like, any brothers in it? No, no, I'm gonna watch it. It ain't yeah. because I might not like the movie, but I mean, why didn't I give people of color chances yeah. in this movie? Like Lord of the Rings, why told you so? Really, you know, like you know, <laughs> why why we couldn't be in it? Like that's yeah. why I'm glad the new Star Wars at freezing piece of people of color. Like, okay, you saying we're not in the future? We're not in the past. We're not in the future either. Like, where <laughs> we at? Like, come on. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, why? I mean, why is it got? Why did the hero always have to be white? Why? I mm. mean, come on, like. Yeah. yeah, I just want diversity. You know, I mean, black male, white, black male, black female, Indian. I mean, make Spanish, Asian, Mexican. You know, make them yeah. like that. You know, yeah, come on, Samoan. Yeah, get people. That's why, because you can write a script with a certain character, but I don't know who it is. And you, I say, I say she's gonna be black. Then this Puerto Rican comes in and kills it. Man, she could be perfect for that role, but I made her black. Don't do that. Make it open to anybody. You know, that's the thing. Yeah. So you never know who you might get. So. Yeah. And I think I think I've 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 heard the argument for sure. Like you know, they're like, like why aren't there any like black people in this, or why aren't there any people of color or anything, right? And their argument is, well, none of no, no good actors auditioned for it. So you're like, so so you're telling me like 200, 200 person cast, you couldn't find one good actor, right? And you couldn't no, find like, one good person of color to act in it. No, said like, really? They didn't. They didn't yeah, there's a lot. Scripts say Caucasian. <laughs> they say Caucasian. Yeah. That's what it says. Yeah. No, they'd be lying. They'd be lying. Yeah, it's they'd be lying. Yeah. Like, how are you? How are you going to find good actors if you don't give them the opportunity? It's not you about give them a chance. Yeah, somebody yeah. could kill it. Somebody could kill it. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Oh, yeah. So, um, next one. Uh, hates Hollywood. That's interesting. I hate because because uh, they only think that Denzel, Will Smith, Idris Elba, a certain like black guy, but they don't think because they hate originality. They yeah. do. They hate it. And and it's still dominated by it's, it's still kind of racist in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. They give us some breaks, but like it ain't enough. It ain't equaled out. Yeah. And a lot of black actors they go from acting to directing because they can't get the roles they want. And they and they create some of the stuff they want, but some of the stuff that like they create it goes on Amazon or HBO Max. They don't go yeah. to theaters because they don't want to give them that shot. And they become Absolutely. more famous like that. And, I, and that's why I think for me, indie filmmaking is a way to go for me. Mm-hmm. Now, if I get into Hollywood through the back door and we find, but like, they'll take your script and they'll chop it up or they'll take the lines and cast them all white, all the time. That's what they'll yeah. do. But like, you know, they just, they just hate, ori- they don't do originality and then, you know, they don't, they didn't want, and then like one of, one of my friends who's in the Alliance, the first one, he said, Hollywood, they want you to shave all this off. They think a, a black man with a beard is threatening. You know, a lot of some of they did they got unless it's for the role. I'm like, I'm not saving mine off. I've never heard that. That's this crazy. is my look. This is my look. You yeah. Know I mean, but it's crazy. Yeah. So I look at some a lot of McLean shaving. I'm like, wow. Yeah. So 
unless they're older, you know, but I don't know. But yeah, it's just, I just, I, mean, I like some stuff they put out, you know, but like, when I look at the script, I'd be like, one brother here or like that. It just depends mm-hmm. though. I mean, yeah. they're trying to get more diverse now, but still, they'll still like want to carry that. But they want to make, it's, it's all about money and I understand that. But yeah. like me, indie filmmaker, because I get to express myself more, cast I want to cast, I want to cast and do what I want to do. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so. I think it's, it's dope you mentioned that in Hollywood, right? Like, um, you know, black actors making their own movies. Where the Indian um, actors at? Where the Indian actors? See, <laughs> they're all in India, man. They're all in Bollywood. Unless, unless it's got, Bollywood. Uh, that's the yeah. thing. That's Bollywood. The, yeah. there's, there's one that's huge right now is uh, the Nick Jonas's wife. You know what I'm talking about? Priyanka Chopra, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. She yeah. she started getting huge. Like, um, I think she she acted in um, was that the FBI training movie, the Quantico. Yeah, 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 yeah. She yeah, was in yeah. that. She was huge. So, she, like, you know, I've been seeing a couple, like, you know, actors starting to break into Hollywood more and more. But, yeah. You know, I think Bollywood itself is such a huge market. So, like, like for a lot of them, they're like, why leave? Like, she's a big star. I was not that. Yeah. But I think what's happening, like, they open the doors because some certain stars, they can't afford to pay them mm-hmm. for their script. So they got to, like, okay, like, say they offer the script to Denzel. Denzel, I, I, I require 40 million a movie. My budget yeah. is 15 million, so I got to go to the B-list or somebody I discover like that. That's what happens. It's yeah. about money, you mm-hmm. know. And that's the thing. So, yeah, but I mean, yeah, but she's doing her thing. So that's the thing yeah. about it. Some are get, but it's like, you got to, go to Bollywood or, or Asian market, like, you know, you got to do something like that to get yeah. to get discovered that, okay, we'll give you a chance now, you know, yeah. but yeah, so. I feel like a lot of the international stars, right, like you said, like Asian, Indian, like mm-hmm. all those, most of the ones I see, I've seen in Hollywood are the ones that, you know, they grew up here, right? Yeah. They're the ones that, you know, they're brought up here. There's, I rarely see someone who found their success overseas and then came out here, right? Unless it's like Jackie Chan or Jet Li, because they were they were already yeah. stars. Yeah, no. Then America finds them yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying? And like a lot of the um, black exploitation movies like Three the Hard Way, um, Shaft, like that, they were released because you look at you look at getting a movie, it's an international, they mm-hmm. released overseas first. They did a backdoor in the Hollywood. They mm-hmm. like a lot of my awards I got for the alliance. We're in India, Russia, wow. you know, like that. I only yeah. got I got rare in the states. So, like, when movie big over there, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like that. And that's what happens. You become a star, international star, but you then you like Bruce Lee was a star in Asia before mm-hmm. he became a star in the states. You know, I think about it. You got to do that backdoor thing, which is messed up. You know, yeah, yeah Hollywood. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So still, but that's the mm-hmm. thing. You know, so yeah, but yeah, it's that's how it is. You got to start over there. Mm-hmm. They come here, but but by that time you're older, and like I done did all this stuff already, like, yeah. you know. Yeah, so yeah. it depends. So actually, I wanted to ask, like, do you have like analytics and stuff on the alliance, like you know, like on Prime, like how many people are watching it, stuff like that? Do you have? They don't. The, they don't the really do that. They don't do that. Um, like they don't give me no data who's watching it, or um, even on Tubi, I don't. I don't get no reports from doing that. I don't know. I, I think. I think like the longer it stays on, then it show that it's doing well, you know. Mm-hmm. So, okay. but um, they don't they don't get it. I mean, maybe my distribution gets distribution company gets that, but I, I yeah. don't get it. Okay, I don't yeah. know why. How do you <laughs> how did you go about getting your movie on Prime Video? Okay, what happened? Um, 
I was in a uh, film film uh, film festival contest, and the, it said the winner of the contest gets the gold and gets a distribution deal. So my film wow. came in first, and I got the deal for that. That's how I got that. That's, That's what I'm trying to do for this one too. Try to get a deal through them because they have partners with Netflix, Amazon, Walmart, even like um, the air, airlines, the in-flight air service, be like that. So yeah. they got they got it on Amazon Prime and Tubi and got the DVD on sale, stuff like that. They did that. That's crazy. The only thing about it, I got to spend fifty percent yeah. of proceeds with them, but at least it's out there. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So, but I think for this film, I'm looking for other distribution, a distribution too. So, but. Winning it that way is even better because the film festival in New York and I got good big praise, so that was cool. Yeah, yeah so I was I never expected all this for the film. I just want to make a good movie. I expected to win all these awards and all that. I never, mm-hmm. but I'm glad it did. Not a lot, not yeah. a lot of filmmakers say his first feature uh, is on Amazon Prime or yeah. Tubi. So a lot of people say that or, or in DVD. Yes, yeah, so that's the thing. Yeah, I remember when I first started talking to you, you were like, you know, you have like you made your own movie. I was like, okay, dope. Yeah. Like you know, like. I'll get a DVD and like watch it. And then you were just like, it's on Amazon prime. I was like, what? It's on Amazon prime. I'll see you big time, big time. But like, I'm like, wow. Amazon, like, then it's yeah. cool to click on it and see, I'm like, I'm right there. Like, yeah. So that's just cool. Yeah. So yeah, it's sick. Like, yeah. Um, uh, let's see. So next one, last one on this list was keep it real all the time. Well, I think cause like, um, a lot of people, they'll, they'll say what they think people want to hear. Mm. You know, like, I mean, no, be real with people because sometimes people want real advice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ask your opinion of what you think. Like, this is what I, I'll be like, this, are you asking for my advice? Because sometimes, like, people ask for advice and don't really want it. They want mm-hmm. you to just agree with them. Like, but like, I just, I like to be real. I like to say what, I mean, I, I have tact. I won't just say something cruel, but like, you know, what my, my opinion, like, this was me, something like that. Yeah. But some people, are worried about hurting people's feelings or being friends. Like sometimes you want that real advice. Mm-hmm. I say, hey, but this is what I would do if I was you, something like that. But I'm not gonna be a person if I give you advice and you don't take it, I'll come back and criticize you for it. This is what I would do, but you can do what you can do anyway. But if it was me, boom, like that, you know what I'm saying? Like that, you know, like like people ask me, should I go in a Marine Corps army like that? I said, personally, Marine Corps for everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What I went through was different. Like, I said, if you want to go to school or stuff like that, go to Army, Air Force, because they preach that. The Marine Corps doesn't. They don't mm. preach education. They preach just going like that. Army, Air Force, just, hey, get your education. Because like, when I got out, no one told me about VA benefits and stuff like that. Yeah. The Army and stuff like that, like you say you were doing that move. They preach you to go to school and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I would say, I'll say no. I said, unless you know, it depends what you want to do. But me personally, I, I would tell anybody, like I, my kids, I said, go to Army, Air Force. Get your education, like Marine Corps. If you want to, you can. But like, you know, it's just some things that you give people advice on and be real with them. You know, I'm not gonna say, oh, because you went in this service, you you were soft, not like that. If that's what you want to do. That's what you're gonna do. I'm not gonna judge you on that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, you know, but a lot of people, they're afraid to ask somebody a question to be judged or or don't want to answer. I'm gonna be real with you. That's, that's my honest opinion. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm not gonna like, you know, be belittle you, begrade you. But I'm saying, hey, yeah. this is what you asked. I'm gonna tell you, like some people ask about the accent. Oh, you did good. If I'm saying you're doing good, I'm being for real. I'm not just saying to say it because Breast was my movie. You did a good job. You sure? If we wasn't, we still be filming. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I said we wasn't. We still be filming. Don't worry about it. You know? Yeah. So that's the thing. Yeah. But yeah. but just be real about who you are and what you stand for. I think that a lot of people in this world aren't doing that. Mm-hmm. They're, they're they're trying to appease other people. Be who somebody else want to be. Be yourself. Be really yourself. And I think that's the best thing. 
you know, so. I'm so glad you said that because, um, like, on the show, we, like, I literally, we, we, at the end of the show, and I'm going to ask you this in a little bit once we're done, but um, that, that's one of the things I say, you know, give the audience a piece of information, not advice, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, like you said, right? Like, so there's advice where you say, this is how I did it. This is how you have to do it, right? Right, right, right. right. And that's very, like, telling someone what to do. Right. Yeah. Versus a piece of information is this is how right. I did it. And then you just kind of it's like it's think of like a floating bubble. Right. It's, yeah, it's, you it's, about plan, yeah. But here's, here's a guideline. Yeah. This is what I did. Way. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah this yeah, is what yeah. I did. And then it's it's yeah. up to them. Right. Like, do I take this piece of advice? They have, maybe they have like another piece of advice. Right. Like mm-hmm. they can yeah. see which one they can versus like forcing advice on someone. And now it's also like now you're responsible. Right. You right. force advice on someone. And they take that advice and doesn't work out the way it worked out for you because it, yeah. it doesn't work out the same for everyone. Right. right? But I, I got a quote like Bruce Lee would say, take what is useful. Mm-hmm. He was he was study all different kinds of martial arts, but take one move out of it. You take what's useful. That's what yeah. work for me. That's the thing about it. What worked for me might not work for you, but you hear what I say. I like that part. I use that part. You don't yeah. try to follow my game plan, but it work for you. But do you like you you doing your podcast where you want to do it? Mm-hmm. Not everybody else is doing it, so that's the thing. But you yeah. do it, right, and you have a you have a game plan, a a, a, a a blueprint, but it'll work for everybody else. But this is what I did. Mm-hmm. That that's that's good. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Yeah, that's what it is. So yeah, sweet. Um, and uh, let's see. The last one on your list was also uh also difficulty being an African American filmmaker in Seattle and struggling to com- complete my first film. Well, the thing about it, because like I said, a lot of scripts were based toward Caucasians. Like you couldn't you couldn't even be the, the guy walking behind the scenes carrying a cup of coffee. Yeah. Your hand making on screen like that. It was like, I'm like, I read the script, why does guy have to be white? Why she have to be white? Why they have to why they, why they can't be a different color, but that's all they were doing. And it was the same people in the movies, the same thing. So a lot of people when I reached out to be in my family, like, they liked it because the cast was diverse. But like mm-hmm. out here in the Pacific Northwest, they got that same Hollywood formula, the same people doing the same movies. Use the same people. Then you got some black directors that casting all white people in the movie. I'm like, come on, bro, really? Yeah. How you gonna send your own people? <laughs> you know, like, come on, like, you know, give them. I mean, it's one thing. Like, I, I got a role. If nobody can can um, fill it, fine. I'm not telling you how to write your scripts, but open it to everybody else. Don't just like, you know, give people a chance. Mm-hmm. You know, if it, especially with a kind of story, a love story, whatever, give people a chance. Give us a chance. Yeah. You know, we That's can true. act. You know, shoot. Well, I mean, yeah. that's the thing about it, you know? Like, of course you're not going to put it in a movie because they're Black to mm. act, and they can't act. You're not going to do that. So, bro, you, you, you can't act. I'm sorry. It ain't, yeah. it ain't because, you know, you're Black because you can't act. It, there's people, everybody can't act, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. the thing about it, give them, give them a shot. Just give okay. them a shot. And then let them know, hey, man, you need to work on this, work on that. Mm-hmm. That's what you got to do, you know? Yeah, yeah so. 100%. Um, all right, uh, let's move into the qualities list. Um, okay. So first, first thing I want to say is, you know, this kind of goes back to you keeping it real, right? I think it's dope because you, in your for your list, you said my friends and family list would be the same for the qualities, right? Right, and right, I think right. You're the first person that's ever said that, like I've ever had, and I think that's <laughs> like, and I think that maybe goes to you being from another generation or something. But like, you know, your uh-huh. your ability to just be true to yourself, right? I think so many people like including myself right we like my list of qualities for myself is very different from what i think mm-hmm. other people see me because 
there's a lot of qualities that I don't display or there's qualities right. that I display that maybe I don't actually um, embody all the time. Right. 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 right it's right. stuff like that. But I think, I think first of all, it's just, it's dope that you have that confidence in yourself, but also like you keep it real. Like you said, yeah, but I have my conversation with, with my kids and, and family and friends. Like, I speak from the heart, from the truth, like, you know, yeah. and, and I'm a comedian, I joke around, but like, I'll be real. That's the yeah. thing about it, you know, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, so. Um, so first quality, reliable slash sense of humor slash good friend. Yeah, I'm reliable. I mean, people ask me they need a favor, I'll help them out if I can, you know, yeah. a good friend. I only got a few good friends out here this day, you know, we real cool like that, you know, and I cannot see them for like a couple months, but we hang out. It's, it's like, I talk them every day. Mm. You know, so and I'm reliable, and, I, and I'm always cracking jokes. I'm a comedian, like I mean, because I like have fun. I mean, because we're not promised tomorrow, so you gotta live your life to the fullest. So, like sure. you know, that's why I say you can't be fake. You gotta mm. be real. You know what I'm saying? So, like you know, and people like I didn't know that guy because he was like that. You know, like you ask me questions, I'm gonna tell you what's on my mind, what, what, how I'm feeling. Like I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. You know, so yeah. Mm. So that's the thing here, but you know. Yeah. Um, next one is people skills. Um, yeah, I mean, think about it because I'm from the East Coast, I'm more outgoing. Yeah. You know, like people like I <laughs> walk around, how you doing? And people are here they they walk with their head down, like mm -hmm. they take grim look on their face. I'm just outgoing. I, I like I say good morning to a film. I'm not trying to flirt. I'm just good morning. How you doing? Like that. Smile. Yeah. Like I'm not used to that. Walk around just you know, like I'll be at the mall. How you doing? Like I'm smiling somebody, they look away. Like it's just, it's just crazy how people are just so not friendly. I'm a friendly person. Like, you no, know, hey, you know, I, I work. I walk. I how you doing? Some people are like, wow, yeah. we work together. I mean, <laughs> I know, I know your ears work. You heard me say uh -huh. good morning, good afternoon, like that. Yeah, that's, that's how I am. Like friendly, outgoing. That's the thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've, I've had, <laughs> I've just, had this conversation. I've had this conversation with my friends. Um, because couple months ago we went to boston right mm -hmm. uh, like just on a trip so when we came back we we were talking about like a social like like on a social rating like if someone's like socially like a 10 in washington mm -hmm. right they're about a five in the, on the east coast right like because I, I think it, it is it, i think it's just a washington thing like everyone's just really mellow like super like quiet and like reserved it, over here yeah and so like like someone who like who we think is like super social in Washington, on the East Coast, they're gonna be like they're like they're barely average, right? <laughs> right, and so when we go like when I when we went to Boston, like it was such a weird experience because I'm used to walking down the street minding my own business, but like you know just random people just saying hey what's up like hey how you doing right like that like so, like small things like that and you uh -huh. just realize like like. This, it's such a friendly like environment. It's such a good environment to be in. It's so positive. Why why isn't Washington like this? Why is Washington everyone just has their head down like you said, or like you know looking at their phone yeah. or whatever? Because because for example, I I guess I can see somebody watching here say hey what's up, and they might say nothing. But DC what's up? Hey, what's up, what's up fam? What's up chilling? Yeah. Like give that don't even know him. What's up fam chilling? You know how you yeah. a girl? Hey how you doing? How you doing? I'm good. Me too. Like that. You can have a, a brief conversation with a stranger. Mm -hmm. Vice, I could be on the subway, sitting next to somebody. Hey, how you doing? There? I'm good. Where you headed to? I'm heading here. Oh yeah, cool. I'm going there like that. And not trying to first just talk and have conversations <laughs> yeah. like that. Or you on the subway, 
and on a bus and get a handful of I wish this is too. And it says, oh, we, oh, that's tight right there. And not not being like not right here, what's this too? Why are you in my business? Like, yeah. you know, really? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. So just the other it's week. It's crazy. Just the yeah, other I week. Can say, um, I can see a girl. How you doing today? Me? Damn. <laughs> no, the girl behind you. But like, yeah. East Coast, how you doing there? I'm doing good. How you doing? All right. Like, then keep on walking. Yeah. And like, you ain't trying to flirt. You just being friendly. That's the difference mm-hmm. from being friendly and think you're trying to flirt or something like that. It ain't just like, good morning. How you doing? Like that, you know, whatever. It's like a conversation. Except yeah. for the people who are working at work, like in a restaurant like that. They're friendly like that. Like, when I go mm-hmm. to a restaurant, I always joke with a waiter and waitress. They have a hard job anyway. Yeah. But like, other than that, People just like that, that Washington, that, that, that look, that head down. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Yes. Um, I was going to a Sounders game the other week, actually, and I was on the bus. Right. And so right. I see some, some more people that are going to the Sounders game. Right. They got all the gear on. So I'm like, okay, they're probably going to the Sounders game. So I just like, I sit like, you know, like across from them and I'm just like, Hey, how's it going? You excited for the game? And just didn't say anything. And just immediately <laughs> like, shrunk back in their seat. And you're like, like I'm just yeah, like, like, you like I'm, yeah, I'm wearing you know? a jersey. I'm not I'm not like a weird creep or anything. I swear. Like right, I, right, I'm right. going to the same game you're going to. Like I'm just trying to strike up a conversation. They're just immediately just like, oh no, go away. It's, it's like, oh, oh my god, you spoke to me like wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's yeah. crazy, yeah. Um next one is uh creative slash outgoing. Well, creative because like um I'm always talking about stuff or like have an idea and like my man Lawrence Sankey always always every movie I've done I'll talk to him about it first mm. he gave me the pitch but I like that idea where you going with it like that but I'm like even like even even Shep at the job Shepard you know yeah. he's he's writing some stuff and he, we ask a question yeah man I like that he asked my opinion I give him I'll give him the real thing like I, I'll say I've because of because one thing I think that I haven't really um t- taken um like praise for like people asking me questions and then respecting my opinion on certain or certain product. He asked me a question on a script and I give him my opinion. He'll he'll be grateful for it. I don't really look at it like that because he asked my opinion. I'm like, cause he like, I'm kind of like mentoring him. So like he said, what do you think about this? I like that. And he'll he'll be excited I like it. And I don't really think nothing about it. I'm like, That's good, mm-hmm. man. I like that. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, wow, right? I, I guess because he piqued my excitement. He's excited, but I'm like, I mean, I'm just another person like you, you know what I'm saying? But like, yeah. but when you get around somebody who's also creative like you, you want that opinion and you want that feedback. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, so I think that, yeah, because I'm creative and I think about stuff or people talk about a certain movie. Oh, I like that. I like the idea like that. Yeah, I think like that because you always, I think the more you do, you, you feel creative juices. You can't lose the creativity. You can't, or you can't lose it. You got to just, you can't lose it. You got to use, you don't lose creativity. You got to keep using it. So, yeah, so. Yeah. Keep my mind active like that. Yeah, that's the thing, buddy. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So, um, next one, uh, knowledgeable. Um, like I have knowledge and I'm quick to share it, but also want knowledge too. Yeah. Like I ask people's opinions or ask everything about that because you can always learn something every mm-hmm. day. You know, yeah. we get older, but our brain basically is like a little kid; it absorbs more and more. So I have knowledge and I'm quick to share it. Also, I can learn something new about some. When I'm, especially on this film. I'm learning stuff from my cameraman that I didn't know before. Mm-hmm. And like when I'm doing something, I have a mindset of what I want to do, but they have an idea. Oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I like that too. So you got to be open-minded stuff too. Yeah. yeah. So that knowledge, is, I'm learning stuff and 
and giving away knowledge too. Yes. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. yeah. I think that I, I've seen it's 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 hard for some people to keep that like um their ego in check, right? Especially like when yeah. you're in the position of like like a director, right? Like yeah, I, like you like I know like there's there's got to be some directors out there that they have this ego like I'm the man on set, I'm in charge. You're a camera guy. Why, why, don't give me notes. I know what I'm doing. You're a cameraman. You you yeah. man the camera, right? It's like you 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 got to get rid of that ego because there's like because the cameraman knows how the angles work, right? Like right. The um everyone has their insight, and when you combine all of them, like you get the best result versus and one person like, trying to do it. I wish I had these guys for my first film because I'm sitting there like we were doing the thing we're doing. Yeah. What's this? Hey, how about this? Oh, I like that stuff. I never thought of. Yeah, I know. Thinking, that, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Because and think about it, it's good to have more footage than less footage. Mm-hmm. So like, and it was like, because Andrew's also director. He's like, man, how about this? Oh I, oh, I like that. Like in the Nick, like I like that idea. Yeah. So like, that's thing about it. You as a director, even though you, because I say no, I don't like that. But at least you listen to what they got to say. That's why they say they like work with me because I listen to what they got to say. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell them, be quiet. I'm, I'm like, no, I don't like that. Oh, I like that. I'll hear it. Let me see it. Like that. You got to have an open mind. I, yeah. I, I know one guy, somebody told him something, he said, no, I don't like that. And it was it was, it was, was a critical part of his film, but he didn't want to hear it. He didn't like being told. All he wanted to hear was, great job, great job. Mm-hmm. No, this could have used that. No, no. And then like people told him that he didn't want to hear it. All he wanted to hear is, great job. No, you, you I mean, you got to have thick skin. You get open minded too as a director, like, okay, yeah. I like that too. So, because when you go to edit, like, oh, I should have did that. He was right. More eyes are better than one set, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah but I, I try to, I try to like to be open to that too. I'm not just closed minded or something like that. Yeah. So, you got to. It's, it's, it's weird with the podcast. I have the complete opposite problem where I want, <laughs> I, I want people to tell me what I'm doing wrong. Right. Cause like I'm, right. I'm still, I'm so early in this. Right. Like, I want people to be like, this is what I liked, but more importantly this is what i hated like this is like this part with the podcast was dead like you know you need to fix this or whatever like i want to hear those things but like i have like other than like one or two people everyone's just like oh man dude the podcast great and i'm just like but it's not like there's stuff wrong with it and i want you to tell me what it is right right like, I just would you, some... what i would say what i say what you should do you should have your own introduction music when you first start yeah like this is this is like what's your what's your podcast name blank perception this is blank perception, like then music coming on like that. My guests are so and so and so like that. Um, but that's the only thing. And then like um maybe um have like like blank production going across. I mean, but that there has some music like that, you know, but um that's about it though. Cause some podcasts don't even do that. Kind of yeah. like I would say watch Howard Stern, how he does stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you could have, I know, I know it's because of COVID, but if you have somebody in the studio with you be cool too oh yeah you know, Dude, but i like, want to do that so bad like yeah I, that, that'd be cool too yeah yeah that'd yeah. be cool but nah, i mean you're doing good man you're doing good you know I just i would say have some music <laughs> and say you listen to say your name listen to blank podcast whatever like a mm-hmm. couple of times i've got this is my special guest robert butter jr on and say your podcast name so people will know yeah like that yeah like that yeah so what was um, is, that, is that guard podcast like yeah that's that yes say say your say your podcast name like, hey, look yeah. Get a hat. Will you interview somebody that don't have their own thing? Have your own shirt and your hat yeah. for your podcast. Yeah, do that. Yeah. Absolutely. That's I appreciate it. That's, that's, yeah. that's good advice. Yeah, I'm definitely going to do yeah. that. Um, sweet. Uh, let's see. So that 
finishes the list. Right? Okay. So real quick, so first, how did you feel making the list? Thinking about this um, kind of it, stuff. It, it was kind of hard because I know that's what it took me a couple of days to do. I'm like, yeah, because you don't think about that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's something somebody interviewed, but it's like, okay, give you something that you want. You don't want to be conceited about yourself. Like, what would they say? Like, be true because I want to be true. Like, this is what I feel. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But like, it was, it was, that was, that was, um, that was a good question. Like, the, I'm like, okay, that's what I'm saying. What do you mean by that? What do you mean? Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. That was good because because thing about it, I like when people ask her to make you think about yourself or what you're doing. Like you asked me what was um about the about doing the characters. I don't want to be the star, but like that, I like that because I never asked that before. So, mm-hmm. but um yeah um that was good though because it, it's kind of it kind of makes you think like okay what was some how will somebody else see you yeah. and you don't know that you know like well, what did they see like and then without without trying to make yourself look good or bad, what do you think they think about you? So that's the yeah. thing, you know, yeah. So then you know who who your true friend is. But I would never think of you like that, you know, whatever, like that. So yeah, so. Yeah. That was good, though. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you liked it. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, we're getting to the end of the podcast now. Um, first, uh, you know, we talked about, like, you know, the piece of information versus advice. So give the people a piece of information. This information, I would say is if you, if you have a dream, a passion, and you think about it more than two or three times a day, mm-hmm. you got to try and do it. And now, don't be afraid to fail. Yeah. Because people have failed stuff in the past, but at least try. Don't be that person that sits back 10 years later. I wish I would have tried to do that. Only thing that's stopping you is you. You know what I'm saying? No matter how big the dream is, try at least try to do it it's steps outline steps to do it do this do that do that do that yeah and so get to those steps if it comes too challenging then maybe you can't but don't but then have a plan b don't like you know like don't get frustrated because it took me a while to write the lines i got i got writer's block but i didn't step mm. i didn't stop yeah but just if your dream is realistic is a realistic try it and if you don't do it hey, at least i try a lot of people are just sitting there wishing they watch us right now i wish i could have a podcast i wish i could be an yeah. actor but they're not doing it just sitting there mad that you're doing what you're doing doing what i'm doing try because when we were a baby you want you wanted to run you had to walk first you had to crawl first and you wasn't scared because the kids are not scared to do nothing yeah you tell a kid that's how i don't touch it they be like don't touch it they're not afraid <laughs> so yeah we gained that childhood i'm not being f- Afraid no more. Try, mm-hmm. you know. Then if you fail, they say, "Be say, hey, you know, be man enough." One would say, hey, "I tried it, but I didn't make it." Because yeah. what if you do make it? What you say then? You know what I'm saying? So exactly. that's the thing. So yeah, these it's, try. Yeah, because I think, I think, uh, what's worse than failure, in my opinion, right? What's worse than failure is not knowing, right? Because right? you can you can either spend your whole life like knowing, okay. That wasn't for me. I tried, but it didn't work. Versus right. you're going to spend your entire life being like, but what if it had worked? Yeah, that's like, like, you don't know. Like, that's going to yeah. haunt you for the rest of your life. Yeah. But like, then, then, but you can, you can get over failure, right? Like, yeah, it's going to yeah. suck in the moment. But yeah. five years down the line, you're going to be like, all right, that's not like, it's not still bugging you. It's like, okay, yeah, I tried it. It didn't work. Now I can try the next thing. Because somebody asked you, why do you try? Um, um. 
because as a kid, you conditioned to you conditioned to believe what other people say about you. Yeah. Somebody say you're never gonna make it in your life, and you keep that thought in your head. You're gonna keep that thought, but if you say no, I am gonna do something, and that's the thing. You gotta get that condition, train your mind to know I'm gonna do this, and if it don't work, be satisfied. With, at least I tried. Mm-hmm. I tried. Okay, at first time we tried to ride a bike, we failed. Yeah, we 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 fought, but we got up did it. Get you fight, you did it. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's a lot of things that the first you did you didn't do, right? But you kept trying. You didn't stop. You know and that's the thing about it. You got to remember that. Like the first time I, I tried to run. I made it. I tried to. I tried to play football. I tried to shoot a basket. I didn't make it, but I kept trying. Yeah. First time I boxed, I wasn't good, but then I kept trying. I mean, everything you the first you ever did, you didn't do it right, but you kept doing it. You got successful. You moved on. That's what you got to do. Absolutely. But you got to do. Yeah. So that's the thing. I would say just try. Yeah. It's a great piece of information right there. Um, Last thing. Do you have any questions for me? Um, First of all, where's my limo? No, (laughs) no, man. No, this is, this is great, man. I'm glad, you know, keep doing what you're doing, man. So thank you. you. Are you going, how are you going to share this? What are you going to do? So yeah, for sharing, um, you know, it's going to be on Spotify, Apple podcast. um, It's on, it's going to be on my YouTube channel. Um, there's a whole bunch of, there's a whole list of like podcast apps, right? Like there's like pocket okay. casts and this is all these. So it's going to be on all of those. Um, and you know, I'll post it on Instagram and get it out there as well. Make Send me the YouTube you. link and then I'll post it on my Facebook and I'll share it with everybody. So you know, like that. Yeah. Let's say, yeah. yeah. So, oh, sure. I think your video cut out. Hold up. Be back. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There we go. Somebody called. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, but yeah, to do that, man. Um, and it, send me the send me the um the YouTube link, and I'll I'll share it on my Facebook. I pick a screenshot or Instagram. No tag yeah. me, yes sir. Do that, yes. Yeah, so get Appreciate the word it. out, yeah. Absolutely. If you want anybody from the movie or anybody I know to come on, and let, I'll let them know, man. Hey, he yeah, want to talk to you, so yeah, so do that, yeah, yes. Yeah, so. Literally, man. Anyone, anyone that's interested, like, and this yeah. this goes out to like you know you and like all your friends, but like anyone listening, if you want to be on the podcast. You know where my Instagram is at Blank Perception Instagram. Like, hit me up. Like, you only get you only got two followers though. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll two of you that nah. are listening out there. <laughs> you, you got four. You got four now. You got four. Yeah, now. I got four. Now. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, I'll, spread, yeah. I'll spread the word. I'll spread the word Absolutely. too. Yeah. So yeah. Like unless unless I absolutely like despise you or hate you as a person for some reason, you you I'll have you on. Like, right. Because I I just want to talk to people, man. Like, like I never would, get, I never would have thought I had a movie director on here. Like it's crazy. Hey, look. I tell you what, I'll get I'll get Michael Bell who plays Smooth to be on here. Yeah, I'll, I'll reach out. I'll reach out to Simi, the Indian actress. I give each other uh-huh. her to be on here. I'll reach out to people to be on it. They can say yes or no. Yeah, yeah but you need to get them out there. Know the network. Yeah, I'll get them. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. Man. I so appreciate they want it. to get the word it. out. Yeah, so yeah. for sure, awesome. I'll get the artist Cali who um who did the soundtrack. I get him. He'll do it. That'd he'll do sick, it for yeah. sure. I've I've had he'll a lot of musicians sure. on, you know. So like, yeah, yeah, he'll do it for sure. He'll do it for sure. He got a story to tell. I'll do that for sure. Okay, and actually, I'll see Melissa Mon- Melissa Monet want to come over here too, because uh, because I think she's interviewing people. How somebody interview her might be kind of cool. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, awesome. I'm down. Dude. Yeah, I'm down. So, yeah. And she likes to support people too. She give you a shout out too. Yeah, I'll do that. No, yeah, do that. That Monet uh, media the interview that was dope. I really yeah. enjoyed it. So thanks. Yeah, yeah. And she's real cool too. She's yeah. real cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But yeah, uh, go ahead. Uh, I'll give you some time. Plug what you want to plug. You know. I just say um, for those of you that uh, haven't seen the Alliance, go on Amazon Prime or Tubi TV, and the Alliance Two, which we're filming right now, and my man, he's in it too. Um, yep. 
we're still filming, hopefully be done by, the, by at least by February, March, then have it edited and put in film festivals, but keep following us. We got a great story and cast again, so it's dope. So we got great camera footage. You no, know, if you watch the Alliance, rate it, give me a rating, good or bad, I can take it. I got thick skin, you know, ow, <laughs> I got thick skin, I can take it. One thing about it, but no, we, I'm, I'm just, I'm living my dream and that's what I'm doing. So I hope y'all doing the same thing. Support my man right here doing his thing. Thank so you, thank you. That's, a, that's, that's good. We got to support each other. Teamwork makes yeah. the dream work. That's Teamwork the makes yeah, the dream work, so. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, guys, for real. Uh, go f- go follow him. You know, go for- watch the first movie when the second movie yeah. well, comes out. I'm going to be in it. So, you know. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Go watch it. Go. <laughs> it makes um, an Academy Award winning performance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, best best extra. That goes to me. That, that's, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, Butler, thank you for coming on, man. Sorry. Hey, no Robert problem, L. Man. Butler Jr., thank you for being on. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, thank you, everyone at home, for listening. Um, and I'll see you next time on Blank Perception. All right. Oh, Goodbye. Also, real quick. Oh, yep. Also, real quick. I'm going to be doing a fundraising campaign soon. See the spark. Okay. So look out for that. Y'all can donate and y'all can get these hats and these shirts. You know, and some and some other uh, stuff we were giving out. So yeah, so look out for that Sweet. too. I'll let you know so when you, you can put that word out too. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, All right cool. Yeah, make sure on at blank perception. I'll be posting. You know, the uh, post for this episode. Robert's gonna be uh, tagged on there. So make sure to go follow that. Make follow sure go follow Robert. Facebook. Go follow me. Yeah. Everywhere. Follow me. Yeah. Follow everything everywhere for everyone. All right. That's it. That's right. That's right. Follow everybody. That's right. Follow everybody. That's right. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. I'll see you next time on Blank Perception. Goodbye. All right, man. Thanks, man.